Ryan with Cajun Cardboard coming at you from the great state of Louisiana. Today's video is about uh, the five teams that I most want to see play on NBA League Pass. For those of you not familiar, if you've got a cable package, uh, I know everybody's got like Roku and Fire Sticks and, you know, internet TV. I'm old school. Uh, down here in Louisiana, so I've just got local cable company, but I do have NBA League Pass because, as you know, I'm a huge NBA basketball fan, NBA card collector, uh, NBA Fantasy League owner, and so I watch as many games as I possibly can. So League Pass is an absolute must. It gives you access to every single NBA game in the entire league every single night, 82 games a year for every single team. So, um the season's close. I think we're like six, seven days away. I think it starts sometime early to mid next week. Uh, today is October 12th. I think it starts on the 19th. I might be wrong. Maybe it's on the 18th. But I started thinking to myself who I'm going to be the most excited to watch on League Pass. And uh, I've got five teams for you. And I'm going in descending order. So stay tuned and you'll see who my number one team is. I want to see if you agree with me or if you think I'm just bananas, right? There's lots of reasons to watch teams uh, play in the NBA. It's not always the best teams that you want to see. Uh, but So I've got my teams ranked. You guys let me know what you think, but I'm going to go on screen share and here we go. So I've got uh, good old trusty basketballmonster.com pulled up. Again, if you're not, uh, if you don't know what Basketball Monster is and you're playing fantasy basketball, you are at a severe disadvantage. Josh Lloyd is their primary um, uh, contributor to the website. It is uh, an absolute must-have for anybody who plays fantasy basketball. Enough about Basketball Monster. That's the site that I'm using for these depth charts. So I've got them pulled up. Team number five on my list is the Brooklyn Nets. I know that's going to sound crazy because they're going to be on national TV a lot, but this is the team, one of the teams I am most excited about watching because of their big three, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and Ben Simmons. It's kind of a cluster. It's, uh, you know, a lot of people still have their doubts of whether they can get their junk together. I just want to see these three play basketball because I think it's an absolutely preposterously perfect fit. I know a lot of people would have liked to have seen Harden in Kyrie and Durant play. Honestly, I think Ben Simmons is a way better fit on that team than Harden. I'm not saying he's a better player, but for what the Nets need from that position, and they've got Ben Simmons listed as a power forward. We know he's the point guard. Uh, Kyrie's going to play primarily off the ball. Uh, ben is an absolutely perfect fit. He's a ridiculously versatile defender. He's going to rebound the hell out of the ball. He is a the ultimate pass first, almost to the exclusion of shooting a basketball point guard. And so uh, I want to see those three guys play. Seth Curry is fun to watch. He's questionable now, but ultimately he'll be on the wing waiting for those kickouts from Ben Simmons. I think I saw a stat the last full uh, healthy season Ben Simmons played. He, I think, led the NBA in three-pointers assisted because he can get into the paint with his size. Anytime he wants to, he's preposterously quick in transition, and he kicks out to those three-point shooters. Irving Curry and Durant are three of the best in the business from the three-point line. And they're going to be open often because it's tough to double because you got Kevin Durant on the floor uh, and Irving on the floor and Curry on the floor to space it. It's just going to be impossible to do. That team's a problem. They concern me as a Bucks fan. Their bench leaves a lot to be desired. I guess Cam Thomas is a relatively um, 
you know, relatively decent prospect. It's nice to keep an eye on. When their bench comes in, I'm going to fall asleep and probably switch the channel. But that's team number five on my list. Uh, and it's really the only big, big, big time team that you're going to see on national TV all the time. But I just want to see a few games and see how they go uh, early in this NBA season. The next team on my list, number four that I'm most excited about watching is my own uh, New Orleans Pelicans. So I was, as you guys know, I'm a Bucks fan, number one, first and foremost by far. It's not even close. But the team that I route the most for next is probably the Pelicans. Third is the Blazers, but that's for card reasons because I'm a big Anthony Simons and Lillard guy. But the New Orleans Pelicans would be number four on my list of teams that I'm excited to see on League Pass because I haven't got a chance to really see it all together yet, right? Uh, Zion and Williams, uh, Zion and uh, Ingram did have a little stint together, but McCollum wasn't there. And then when McCollum came over, Zion wasn't there. So we're finally going to get to see Brandon Ingram as the beta instead of the alpha and see if CJ McCollum can play that point guard position. It's not a perfect fit. What you'd really like is, you know, I mean, Herb Jones is a nice 3 and D guy on the wing. I look for him to actually take a step backwards. I'm one of the few people uh, I do recognize his value. From a card perspective, I don't think there's any future value to Herb Jones. I think he's a really good version of Matisse Teibel and Michael Bridges uh, in that mode. And those just aren't really collectible guys. I don't see him ever being an offensive player uh, to the level he needs to be for your cards to have value. But I want to see the Pelicans because, A, they're in my home state. I'm going to probably get in my car and go down there and uh, and get down there early and have dinner a couple times and meet some friends and go to these games in New Orleans. Uh, but seeing Ingram, Zion on the floor at the same time as McCollum, Herb Jones to guard the other team's best player, regardless of position, and JV, Jonas Valanciunas, that's a really, really good starting five. And that's one of those teams that I think is going to do everything in their power to, uh, to, to win as many regular season games as they can. Uh, some of the teams are going to be in cruise control, like Phoenix, like Golden State, uh, teams that have been there and done that. You know, the Bucks, the Celtics, they don't need to win their conference, right, to know uh, they just need to get to the playoffs and be healthy. But for whatever reason, I feel like the Pelicans maybe, and then the Timberwolves, um, and then maybe even, you know, the Sixers. Those are the types of teams that I feel are going to just make that push to try to win their conference. I think that's going to be a big deal for them. I want to see the Pelicans play. And un, uh, unlike the Brooklyn Nets, their bench actually is really fun to watch. Not because they have a dearth of talent, but because Trey Murphy's a young prospect who shoots the three ball. Uh, Larry Nance is, eh, he is what he is. Jose Alvarado is must-watch TV. He's like a, a younger version of Patrick Beverly. He's fascinating to watch. He is the biggest pest in the entire NBA. He's kind of like a mixture of Muggsy Bogues and Pat Beverly. Uh, Devontae Graham's a good backup point guard. He's not the most efficient uh, but I think it's because he's tried to be a starter his whole career, and now he's clearly a backup. Uh, I know Jackson Hayes just recently got injured. Dyson Daniels is a good young new player. Kyra Lewis is a good young player. They got my good friend Garrett Temple on the bench to kind of be the father figure and the guide and the and the great locker room uh, influence on those guys. Uh, but I like that team. And uh, their second unit's even fun to watch because some of those guys are going to get minutes like Dyson Daniels and, uh, and Kyra Lewis and Trey Murphy and Jose Alvarado and their young prospects. So it's fun to see young players like that develop. All right, that's team number four. Team number three, I never thought I would say this uh, two years ago, but, you know, when the ping pong ball falls in the right way, uh, things change and they change really quick. The Detroit Pistons. 
the Detroit Pistons are a team I want to see play on NBA League Pass. Uh, Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey being, you know, reason one and one A. I want to see Cade Cunningham take the next step. Is Cade Cunningham going to take the next step from one of the best prospects in the NBA to one of the best players in the NBA? I think this guy's got top 10 player in the world potential from what I've seen. Uh, I know he's bulked up. I know he's gotten physically stronger. He needs to be because he's going to take a lot of wear and tear. He's going to have the ball a lot. As you can see, you know, Basketball Monster thinks his usage rate is going to push 30. Um, and that doesn't include all the kickouts and the assists that he's going to have, you know, to Jaden Ivey. I love the pickup of Bojan Bogdanovic. I think that's a great pickup. They gave up very little in exchange for Bogdanovic. Uh, Sadiq Bey had a good season. He's a good 3 and D guy. He's a pretty versatile, undersized power forward. Um, they've got Isaiah Stewart as the starting center. He's not the most exciting dude to watch. He's just kind of a rim running, rebounding, you know, screen setting big. Uh, but Bagley has got the potential to start at that five position as well. Bagley is still a prospect. I know that sounds crazy after all these years, but the dude's been hurt so many times. He started to come on at the end of last year. He's now injured for 17 games. Good Lord, what did he do? When did that happen? He hurt his right knee. Um, you know, Isaiah Livers is a young player who's got some potential. And then Jalen Duran is the one, right? He's this big monster athletic freak uh, that we want to see if he can kind of step in and take that starting spot from Isaiah Stewart. But primarily the the reason I want to see this team play is I liked Jaden Ivey as one of my very best prospects in this most recent draft. And obviously, Cade Cunningham proved to be uh, almost the rookie of the year, just losing out to uh, Scotty Barnes along with Evan Mobley. So uh, I like that. I want to see if Cade Cunningham can take the next step to be a Doncic-type player in the NBA. That's really what we're watching is, is does he have that it factor that Luka Doncic has proven to have? Or is he just, you know, the next in a long line of great but not transcendent players like a Bradley Beal and a Booker? And these guys are great, right? They're, they're fantastic players, possible Hall of Famers. I just think Doncic is in a whole different world. Can Cade Cunningham become one of those top five, six, seven players in the world? I don't know. We'll know after this year, right? After a two-year sample size, you kind of get that idea, right? John Morant took that step. Uh, not that he's a top five player in the NBA, but certainly I think a lot of people uh, will like to watch John Morant play. I think he's maybe a top 10 player. That's team number three on my list. And I never thought I would say I would ever watch a Detroit basketball game uh, as of two years ago. But man, a lot's changed and there is a little bit of hope in Detroit. Um, the next team is going to blow your mind and these next two teams are similarly situated. Now, first, I will make this caveat. Uh, number one on my list would have been Oklahoma City, but with Chet Holmgren's injuries, that drops him out of my top five teams that I want to watch. I will still enjoy watching Oklahoma City because they do have a, a, a bevy of prospects and young players that are trying to take that next step with the Giddy and the SGA and then the Wings with the Baisley. I mean, there, there's other guys there and other prospects. Their whole team is prospects, for God's sakes, except for the, uh, the assassin, psycho assassin, Lou Dort. Um, so OKC's out because Chet Holmgren got hurt. Uh, and so number two becomes the Orlando Magic. Uh, I've got the Orlando Magic on there because you're never going to see him on national TV. Uh, Jalen Suggs getting hurt uh, does, it sucks, right? Because we wanted to see him and Cole Anthony on the floor at the same time or see if they could be on the same on the floor at the same time. Um, I'm not sure why he's still projected in the depth chart as number two when he's injured for 19 games. Uh, Fultz, we know, is injured. Uh, when those guys do get healthy and they're all together, uh, I think that'll be an interesting team to watch. Obviously, Paolo Bancaro is the guy that we've all got our eyes on. Cole Anthony had a great, 
uh, season last year. The question is, is he a true NBA starting point guard or is he an off-the-bench bucket getter like a Jordan Clarkson, guys like that? I don't know. Franz Wagner was probably top five rookie of the year along with the three aforementioned guys, Cade Cunningham, uh, Barnes, Mobley, and then I would put Franz Wagner and Josh Giddy right there, probably at four and five. Uh, Franz Wagner is a very, very good basketball player. Uh, the cool thing about this team is if you look at that usage rate, they're all in the low 20s, right? Which means the ball is going to be moving. All those guys are going to score. That's just a lot of prospects in one place. I, I want Jonathan Isaac to succeed. I'm not a collector of Jonathan Isaac. I don't think he is, you know, this transcendent talent, uh, but he's coming back from two very, very bad injuries. And I like everything that guy stands for. If you uh, kind of listen to some of the things he says off the court, he is brilliant and uh, way mature beyond his years. And that's just somebody that I'm rooting for. I really hope he makes a comeback. And by all accounts, I think the same thing for Markel Fultz. I want to see Markel Fultz be successful. He's been through a lot. Um, you know, again, I know the guy's a millionaire and everybody's like, oh, I don't feel sorry for these millionaires. But like, that guy's been through some mental demons and he's fought through some anxiety and, and depression issues and alleged thoracic outlet syndrome. I know it's a real deal, but there's a lot going on in that kid's head. And he started to turn the corner and now he's, uh, you know, he's banged up again. So he just can't catch a break. So I want to see what the Magic end up doing with those three point guards. They got three legit point guards. And then I think RJ Hampton's a really good NBA player. I think he's got a potential NBA career. So I like to see him and then of course if by some chance we do get to see Bull Bull step on the floor. I gotta believe Bull Bull is every bit as good as Mo Bamba. If Bull Bull can get on the floor, and that that just takes it to a whole nother level, right? That might jump Orlando to to number one. You guys in the card collecting world uh, know what I'm talking about with Bull Bull. He went through a a brief two week period where his cards exploded because of uh, a block, a pass, and a dunk. But uh, but Bull Bull's a guy that we're also rooting for because right now he's sort of like the butt of jokes, right? You know as you can see, but uh, Bull Bull's an intriguing dude, man. I mean, he's very unusual. He's got some Wimbanyama-esque type features to him, uh, but uh, and he's got some skill to him as well. He doesn't quite move the same as Wimbanyama, but he's uh, similarly, um, similarly built. So Orlando is number two on my list, primarily for that backcourt reason, and Paolo Moncaro has shown flashes of being a fantastic power forward very early in his career. I'm assuming him and Wagner are going to do the majority of the scoring on that team, but Cole Anthony can put the ball in the bucket as well. I really wish Jalen Suggs or Fultz was healthy. If they were both healthy, they'd be really fun to watch. Um, so Orlando's number two on my list. And team number one is really not even close for me. And this is for primarily selfish reasons. It's a similarly situated team. It's the Houston Rockets over here. Uh, their backcourt is the backcourt that I care the most about. I don't own any Jalen Green cards, but I own a large quantity and have a very, very uh, large financial investment in Kevin Porter Jr. as a player. I think he's special. Uh, different people have different opinions. There, there's uh, you know a wide spectrum of opinions on Kevin Porter Jr. But on the court, Kevin Porter Jr., uh, go look at his last 8 to 10 games last season when he was the man. He is special. I don't know why Eric Gordon is still projected. First of all, he's like 6'4". So why he's projected as a small forward doesn't make any sense. That's Tari Eason or Jayshon Tate's spot. There's no way they're starting Eric Gordon right there. That, that's, that, that seems preposterous. Tari Eason is an LSU um, product who I got to see here at the Pete Maravich Assembly Center many times. Plays super hard. He's going to be a, a 
fantastic rookie fantasy player. Steals, blocks, energy. He can shoot the ball pretty well. Decent free throw shooter. Great NBA body and super springy and incredibly active hands. He's almost like the honey badger uh, was for LSU football. Tari Eason gets his hands on everything. Uh, I think he's a better version of that Jayshon Tate. I think Tari Eason is a Draymond Green type of player. Um, obviously, he needs to work on his left hand. That's the one thing that I talked about the whole time he was at LSU. His offensive game is not well-rounded, but he plays with so much energy, and his motor is so high, he's going to matter. Uh, and then you've got the delicate dancer, Alperin Shingun at center. You've got Jabari Smith at the power forward, right? One of the top three picks of the draft. Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green. There's a million reasons to watch the Rockets. Um, again, winning is probably not going to come as soon as this year, but I think they're going to sneak up on teams because offensively they've got tremendous potential uh, to put up points with some really good offensive players. Shingun's kind of like your a uh, little bit smaller, poor man's Nikola Jokic. You know, he plays that type of game, not in a hurry, plays at his own pace, really skilled, good passer, good shooter, multifaceted skill set. Uh, not to the level of Jokic, I'm not saying that, but let's watch him develop now that uh, Christian Wood um, is is out of the picture. Uh, that opens up a lot of shots for these guys, and it just makes them a better team because Christian Wood was an absolute uh, disaster, um, you know, and he kind of pulled the team down, in my opinion. But uh, Jabari Smith being there, get Eric Gordon out of that starting lineup, put Tari Eason, and now you've got, like, from a prospect standpoint, like, literally the greatest possible starting five prospect team. It's almost like like the greatest G League team ever assembled, but uh, lots of talent there, lots of upside. Houston seems to be in a good spot, and they hit that reset button really well with the Harden and John Wall situation the past few years. So Houston's my number one team. Uh, I know that sounds crazy. I know they're going to be terrible, but that's who I want to watch. Uh, are there other teams that I would love to watch? Of course. I mean, any who wouldn't want to watch Golden State? Who wouldn't want to watch Doncic or Giannis play? Uh, there's a bunch of other teams, but you're going to see those teams on national TV, on ESPN, on, uh, on regular TV. You're going to see them on TNT and whatnot. You're not going to see these teams very often. Brooklyn, you will. Uh, but those are the teams that I want to see the most, guys. Let me know what you think. Uh, obviously, I'm a little bit selfishly motivated putting Houston number one because I like Kevin Porter Jr. so much. Uh, I don't have any cards of the other guys, and I probably won't. But uh, I was really hoping Chet Holmgren would go there. But it looks like Houston dodged a bullet with that Jabari Smith uh, because he's healthy and, uh, and Holmgren's not. So uh, let me know who your top five NBA league pass teams are, and uh, and uh, let's have a let's get a conversation going. As always, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys watching. Keep collecting, stay positive in the hobby, and peace. <laughs>